Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a work from home clean skincare line that covers all of your skincare needs. I don't know about you, but my skincare journey has been a complete struggle. And with Romer, they have proved that you don't need a million serums and eye creams to get better skin. They have clean ingredients and effective results with a simple three-step routine that you and your partner can even share. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering the SGP fam 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code listener15 on their website romerskincare.com no stress no clutter just happy skin hey what's up you guys you are listening to she's going places podcast I'm your host, Taylor. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to have y'all here again for another Wednesday. How is 2021 treating you? Honestly, it's crazy to think that like we already have a little bit over a week under our belt. I just feel like time, I there's just no controlling it. And the podcast really just like helps me have to think about, oh my gosh, a whole nother week has passed. A whole nother week has passed. Weeks are passing. Weeks are passing. And I'm constantly thinking about it because I'm always thinking about the next episode that's going up. So it just makes me very aware of time passing. But regardless of that, I hope your 2021 is treating you so well. I hope you guys loved last week's episode with Chasing Sacred. I hope you guys were encouraged to get back into the word and to start your year off right. I know I was definitely encouraged. Now what I'm looking at into my near future is I'm going back to school, (laughs) which kind of feels weird to say because... I've been home for about two months, and I know that just sounds like a ridiculous amount of time. It went by really fast. Obviously, I had some big life updates this, like, break. I was going to say semester. This whole break has been just one giant life update, and so time has actually gone by pretty, like, pretty quickly, more than the average person, I would imagine. Like, the more I've talked to my friends, they're like, oh my god, I've done nothing, and I'm like, no, I've been pretty busy this break, because, I mean, think about it. I got home for Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving. I got engaged literally the week of Thanksgiving. Then life as I, my friends were home for the entire week. Then all of a sudden it was full blown wedding planning mode. And then you're prepping for Christmas and decorating for Christmas and seeing your friends. And all of a sudden it's Christmas Eve and then it's Christmas day. And then after that, you're waiting for the week and then it's New Year's. Then Hunter and I went to the Keys and somewhere in there. And then we're asking our (laughs) bridal party to be in the wedding and more wedding planning. And now all of a sudden I'm going back to school. Like literally I blinked and the whole break is done. But not to mention, this break has been wonderful. It's been really nice to be home, to be with my family. Oh, also, I just got back from a trip to from Colorado, which was actually so much fun and so happy. So I absolutely loved that. We got to go with some of our... Okay, I want to know this because Hunter gives me such a hard time about it. We have family friends that I have known since I was like, I don't know, two or three. And we have stayed extremely close to them. I refer to them as my cousins and my aunt and uncle. It's just what I do. It's like you're too close to just say that you're just friends. But this irritates Hunter more than like the average person. And he's like, they're not your cousins. So let me know if you call close family friends cousins. Maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know. But that's what I do. So we just go back from Colorado. That was such a fun trip. I absolutely loved it. There's pictures on the She's Going Places Instagram right now, hosting them today on Wednesday of the Colorado trip. Probably just a picture of myself. I haven't really gotten that far, but you should definitely go check it out. And if you want 
some more Colorado content, head over to my personal page at Taylor Cordy with three Y's. It's also tagged in the She's Going Places bio. And there's a story highlight of my whole trip. So if you want to check it out, go ahead there. But to get into the episode in specific, life is crazy. Things are crazy. It's a new year. And just like it's a new year. And last week, oh, speaking of last week, I hope you guys loved the episode with Chasing Sacred. I hope that you felt encouraged. I hope that you felt inspired to get back to your Bibles in the new year and to restart your quiet time and rededicate your time and refocus um, going into the new year. I know that was definitely an episode that I needed, so I hope you guys love it. And in the spirit of January, as you know that I love, love, love new beginnings, and when I sat down and was planning January's episode schedule, I was like, okay, I want to make sure this is like a nicely curated like inspirational month of the podcast. So obviously we started off with Chasing Sacred. This week, as you saw in the title, we're going to be talking about starting your passion project. And then this is actually a two-parter episode. I honestly didn't intend it to be, but it definitely is because next week we are going to be having on a dear friend of mine who is, he is literally the definition of a boss and he is doing so many things. Just to give you a quick teaser, he started his own (laughs) full-fledged company. I won't tell you what it is yet. He got his real estate license. He's a full-time student. Like, he is just epic. So if you want to get inspired about getting entrepreneurial, wait, what? Entrepreneurial? Entrepreneurial? (laughs) I hate myself. That was awful. You know what I mean. Wow, that was really embarrassing. But, like, you know, you want, like, the boss vibes, the working vibes, hustle, culture, all the things. You're going to have to stay tuned. So this episode is all about getting started. And then next week's episode will kind of serve to inspire you and see someone who's really just accomplished all of these things and how he tangibly did that. So super duper stay tuned. It's going to be amazing. Okay, here we are. It's 2021. And as I would like to say, 2021 is the year you go for it, okay? Have you ever pictured yourself thinking, I want to start blogging, I want to start a YouTube channel, an Instagram page, a podcast, maybe it's a small business, an Etsy shop, whatever it may be, this is your sign to start your passion project. And here's why. This year is our chance for fresh starts and doing new things. If 2020 has taught us anything is that we're not promised literally another day. We're not promised another month. Like the time, there's no time like the present. So if you find yourself sitting there thinking one of those things, like I've, oh, I've always wanted to be a YouTuber. I've always wanted to start a podcast or I have a great small business idea that I love. This is your sign to start it. Like, you don't get to say, oh, I'll start it in five years. No, because we don't know if we have five years. So if you want to do it, do it. Like, that's honestly probably the biggest encouragement that I'll give for this episode is if you have something to say or something you want to do or there's something that you think that you can contribute to this world or something that you feel so passionate about that you want to share, do it. Like, I, I just plain and simple. Because I know for me, (laughs) honestly, like, let's seriously talk about it. I've been a little hustler my entire life. Like, businesses, and and it wasn't even, like, intentionally businesses, but now I can look back and confidently say, like, oh, she was a businesswoman. Is I look back at my entire childhood, and it was always about 
the hustle. I was always trying to come up with a new project or a new business. Like I owned lemonade stands. I made bracelets. I did people's hair. I did, it didn't matter. And I was making quarters, but I was obsessed with it. Like Hunter, it's so funny. Like for example, he would buy a gumball machine and then resell the gumballs for a higher price when he was like four. Like this is the kind of environment I'm around. Whereas this this constant, like just passion in your heart, even at a young young age to want to do more, want to accomplish something, want to have something to your name. It's not even just about the making money. It's just like the the feeling of success. I've been addicted to it ever since I was little and I can just watch it as I like got older and as I was like shaping like from like a five year six year old's lemonade stand into like being in like upper elementary slash middle school and like making bracelets and selling them or I don't know like drawing and selling pictures and do people actually want them I don't know but people would like spend pennies and buy them and I would sell them to my grandparents and I would do whatever it took because I was just I loved the hustle and I can just see how that's transitioned and as I'm saying this is your sign to start your passion project and it's this time to take this leap of faith to believe in yourself like me growing up in this business and media space like I've always wanted to make businesses. I remember being in high school and I would see on Pinterest those Sharpie mugs. I know you all know what I'm talking about. And is this thing on Pinterest where you literally could just Sharpie on the mug and then you bake it in the oven and then it's like done. Like it's curated. Like the Sharpie won't come off. I'm sure it eventually does. But the idea sounded so great to me and I ended up making Sharpie mugs for a bunch of my friends that year for Christmas because we wanted to, I wanted to do something custom. So I customized these mugs, but you guys are like thinking like, oh my gosh, she just wrote on it Sharpie. Like, no, 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 no. Like one of my friends was obsessed with Lily Pulitzer at the time. And I made her like a Lily CEO mug and the Lily was in perfect Lily font. The handle was a palm tree. Like I just thought through this whole thing and they were these perfectly curated mugs to them. And then I recognized that there was a gap in the market for something like it like no one was actually selling these so I was like I'm gonna start an Etsy shop and sell them I ran into a few problems obviously as we all do when we're running businesses a who's gonna buy like a sharpied mug you know what I mean like if they were gonna buy a mug they would want it to be higher quality a duh that was a problem I ran into b I couldn't consistently get the same mugs unless I was gonna order them in huge quantity like these mugs I think I had just gotten them at like the dollar store or something and so I couldn't promise that there would be that specific mug. So then there was that issue. And then, of course, like eighth grade, ninth grade year old Taylor was just like, oh, I'm also just like a full time student. And like this just won't work. Was I disappointed? Yes. But was I like obsessed with the idea of having something? 100%. I've always been drawn to digital media. And now I'm just literally trailing my fails. <laughs> LOL. But I promise I have a point. I was always drawn to digital media. And Honestly, my sophomore year of college, so right before COVID hit, I was ready to start a social media marketing business. And I had grown up in the social media space, as we literally all have, but I was constantly learning, constantly figuring out what a good brand identity would be in a social media space. I was constantly looking at like the Instagram algorithm and figuring out like businesses that could accomplish so much more with a better social media presence and so there got to a point in my sophomore year where also before that I'd been doing I I wouldn't call it freelancing but I was definitely a, I was a contract employee for um I still am for a nonprofit 
where I run their socials. And I was like, I can be doing this for more businesses. So I was like, I'm going to start a social media marketing business. And so what I did, I kind of drafted up. It was going to be called Cordy Media Management. And I like drafted up the whole thing, kind of was figuring it out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go around to local Birmingham restaurants, businesses, like small, like flower shops, whatever it may be. And I'm going to pitch them, like make a very specific pitch and pitch them why they should hire me. And I came up with a whole pricing scheme, the whole thing. And I pitched, I called (laughs) probably about 30 places and no one wanted to talk to me. Or even if I could get someone on the phone, the second I started talking to them, they're like, no thanks, sorry, like we don't care about social media. And it came to my attention that like you can't make someone see the value in social media if they don't see it already. Like if there's someone that's looking for a social media manager, they see that there's a benefit. But convincing someone who's had a family business for a hundred years that they're doing some telling them that they're doing something wrong, they need social media. No, 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 no. They don't like that. I didn't know that. So it was I was literally insulting these businesses, telling them that they weren't like they could be doing better. But I didn't realize that because, so anyways, that was a big L and I had spent all this time on all these pitches and I was like, oh, can I come in and pitch to you? And literally everyone said no and I wasn't going to just show up and pitch. And so I was so, so discouraged and then COVID happened and I got sent home and like everything kind of just fell on its head and then definitely no one was looking to spend extra money on social media. That was definitely not in the, in the plans. People were, these small businesses were literally just trying to stay afloat. So that got put on the back burner, then went into the pandemic. Wow, I'm really just telling you guys all of my L's. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this exact same thing on Fiverr. And I decided to open a Fiverr account and to do courting media management on Fiverr. And you know what? No one wanted to work with me because I was inexperienced. And the thing with Fiverr is you're supposed to sell your first couple for really, really cheap. But the services I was offering, I couldn't really make them that cheap. And I was getting frustrated and no one wanted to do it. And no one was speaking English and everything just got so confusing. (laughs) And so I was like, this is exhausting. And so that Fiverr listing is probably still out there somewhere if someone wants to go find it. But yeah, definitely gave up on the Fiverr thing. And then in that moment, there was the podcast. And so obviously that stuck. Obviously, that has been super successful. Obviously, that has been my passion project. And what's interesting about passion projects and what I want to talk to you guys about today is when you're making this passion project, like there's going to be trial and error. Like, as I just literally went through for like the last like five to seven minutes, like telling you guys about all the times that I failed. But that's okay. And that's natural. That's supposed to happen because obviously, in those arenas like that's not what I was supposed to be doing and trial and error is normal taking L's is so normal and that's honestly necessary because if I would have like struck out on like struck out that's literally the wrong terminology and I've grown up being a baseball sister so that's embarrassing if I were to have hit a home run on the first try like I would have never grown and learned so much for example about social media because all of those no's that I got for that social media company literally helped shape the podcast because I learned new spaces and I was studying the market for a flower shop and I was studying the social media market for a restaurant and I was studying the social media market for other social media companies and I was able to compare and contrast how those social media like networks worked and that was able to give me a foot in the door of how a podcast network should work. Do you know what I'm saying? So I was able to learn a lot. And the thing is, is with a passion project, there's so much dreaming that goes into it. Like you can't just like wake up and be like, I'm going to do this. Like you need to like dream it and like 
think about it and muster over it. Like I cannot tell you probably ever since I was in like eighth grade, I've always, and even to this day, honestly, that you guys are getting some serious tea. I've tossed around the idea of having a YouTube channel. It's just always something that I've done. I literally love YouTube. I prefer YouTube over like almost every other like medium. Like I prefer it over streaming. I prefer it over TV. Like YouTube is my gig and I just love the business side of YouTube and I love like lifestyle YouTube. I love vlogging. I like, I love the culture around it and not necessarily influencing, but I just like, that's just the content I like to consume. That's just the bottom line. And so I've always kicked around starting a YouTube channel, but I've also always kicked around starting a small business. And so the podcast definitely wasn't something I had ever considered having up until soon after I decided to have one. Like I, I didn't think about it for like years and years and years, but podcast just kind of blew up in like a matter, at least in my space, in a matter of a year. All of a sudden podcasts were like 2018 is podcast just popped off and I was like oh my gosh like and so as I started entering into the podcast space and consuming media that way I was like whoa 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 there's like there's room for this and there's like a need in the market for this type of podcast and once she's going places was dreamed up it really was the perfect fit but what came with me dreaming it up was you had to recognize a need I had to be passionate about it I had to be excited about it because Nothing will work like your passion project. And this is to inspire anyone out there who's ready to start their YouTube channel, wants to start their Healthy Eats Instagram page, who wants to start selling honey in their small business, who's ready to start making scrunchies on their Etsy shop. This is literally for you. Nothing will work like your passion project will because no matter what project you're working on, not every day will be great. There's going to be a lot of highs, but there's going to be a lot more lows. And sometimes at the end of those lows, all you have left to keep you going is that you love doing it. I mean, the lows for this podcast, I mean, a lot of it is me just getting in my head, but literally sitting back and being like, oh my gosh, this episode didn't get enough views or that Instagram post didn't get enough likes or there wasn't a lot of engagement or people didn't like this episode as much as I thought they did or oh my gosh, why is this happening? Comparing myself to other podcasts and doing all those things and and there's low days like getting told no or like a guest not answering back to an email or just there, there can be really bad days where you can just see your numbers literally plummeting or there's no new reviews or whatever it may be and you can psych yourself out about it. And so on those days, the only thing that makes me want to hit record and do this whole thing again the next week is that I love it and I love doing it and I love talking to you guys and I love interacting in this space and and I love the feeling I get like when I get one DM saying that that episode helped you or I get one I get one message saying that it was inspiring to you or that you liked how I said this or I helped through a relationship or whatever it may be, that's what makes it worth it. And that's what makes me love it. And that's what makes it my passion. And so I'm here to encourage you that if there's a passion on your heart to start something, it's there for a reason. Like you didn't just wake up passionate about honey. I know I just keep saying honey, but you didn't wake up passionate about honey for you to like, (laughs) for no reason, like for you to then go and like sell computer software. No. And I'm not saying your passion project should be your full-time job. Believe me. This is not my full-time job. I'm still a full-time student. I have a private contracting job. I have different internships. I'm doing different opportunities. Like this is not, trust me, I'm not making like hardly any money off of this for this to actually be a job yet. But 
I love it. And so even through the low, low lows, you're pushing through and and there's just something so special about building something from the ground up. Like the, I just can't express to you. I mean, <laughs> here's a not a secret, but looking at the podcast and looking from where it started, honestly, probably by the time that you all listen to this episode on Wednesday, I will have hit 10,000 downloads on this podcast, which I'm sure if you guys listen to these, look at me, I'm literally comparing myself again. It's just a habit. If you look at these huge podcasts, like, oh my gosh, we hit 50 million downloads. And I can look at myself and be like, oh my gosh, I just hit 10,000 downloads. Like that that doesn't even compare. But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to give myself a pat on the back really quick and give myself a 30 second pep talk. I built this podcast starting with me and Kenzie. We did it literally out of nothing. We, we had nothing. We had no following. We had no YouTube channel. We had no subscribers. We had no people who cared about who we are besides the people like we personally knew. And then here I am comparing the amount of downloads I'm getting to like, let's say Pretty Basic, for example, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Shout out Pretty Basic, who they each have like <laughs> these huge million subscriber platforms. Of course, it's not the same. And I can't compare myself to these like super big TikTok famous people who are going to start podcasts like audiences transfer. And we're starting this. We started this podcast with literally zero audience. So I am proud of myself for having zero, no audience. And I'm about to hit 10,000 listens. Is honestly remarkable, and I'm I'm so proud of this show, and and this is a moment where it's like the higher of the highs, like you're like okay, no, like I'm actually doing something, and there's actually something happening, so I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited to see where this podcast goes, and all of this is only possible because well, a because of you guys, you guys literally make this podcast go, but also because I'm so passionate about it and I love what I'm doing. So even if two people were listening, I would still be putting out these podcasts because I love it and I love doing it and I love recording and I love creating something special. So that's my little soapbox rant to encourage you if you're, especially to the person who's discouraged maybe if they have started their passion project and it's not working the way that you thought it would. I'm sorry, but it's going to get better. You just have to be, like, consistency is literally the only way. Like, that is how you rock and roll. And I can look and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is episode, I don't know, like, 32 maybe. And I don't have this much yet, X, Y, Z. And I saw this awesome graphic where it was talking about, like, having how consistent you have to be. And then one day it's just going to take off. Like, that's just how the space works. And so if I were to just get so caught up with, not getting the amount that I wanted or being frustrated or yada, yada, yada. I'd be missing out on this level of consistency, which is the only thing that's going to make you successful. So be encouraged by the consistency and you just got to push through and just keep on being creative, keep on coming up with new ways. So that's my encouragement. Nothing will work like your passion project will. However, that's not to say it's going to be easy. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to take a lot of L's. I've made bad decisions. Like I, there's, I've done everything wrong. I've, I've pretty much done all the things wrong that I could do. And that's okay. I can sit back here and look at this trial and error and look at this journey that I've been on with this podcast and just think, wow, this is actually beautiful. And the whole process is just absolutely wonderful. So take all of it with a grain of salt, put your big girl panties on, 
and get to work. Like this is, I don't even, I, I hope that you're listening to this, like getting fired up in your car or on your walk or in your room or literally whatever you're doing, because this is your sign to start the passion project. I can look back on May, 2020 and be like, oh my God, I was literally so scared. And now I'm sitting here January of 2021 saying, no, 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 it was worth it. The risks were worth it. The monetary investments were worth it. The buying the expensive microphone, it was worth it. Paying to have the hosting site, it was worth it. Like investing in yourself and like not doing it just for the return, but like doing it, you're doing it for the wrong return. Don't do it for the monetary return at first because that won't come right away. So then you're, of course, you're going to be discouraged if the money's not coming in. But do it for the return of like how it makes you feel and how it's fulfilling that you're creating something different and unique and you're literally contributing something to the world. Isn't that crazy to think about that there are people who go their whole life not like with a fire in their heart to contribute something different and unique? Like my entire life, I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to be remembered by? How am I going to make an impact on this earth? And obviously, first and foremost, it's kingdom building and putting Jesus up on the throne where he deserves to be and just giving it all back to Christ. But what's crazy is I have been able to do that through this podcast. It doesn't all have to look like being a pastor or being a missionary. I used to always think I had to be a missionary to glorify Christ when I was like six. And now I can look back and say like, I have glorified Christ through a podcast. And that's just so exciting and fulfilling and crazy to say. So you guys can do it. And now here's my last soapbox. This one's for my ladies. Honestly, most of you are ladies, so I don't really know why I need to dress you in specific, but it's, it's like this TikTok trend. This is for my ladies, so if you're not a lady, feel free to click off. You know what I mean? My ladies. I just watched. <laughs> this is so random, but I promise I'm going to be making a point. I just watched Bridgerton on Netflix, okay? And I'm not saying I'm 100% recommend or condone this show. It's wildly inappropriate. Um, so this is not me, like, recommending you to watch it. If you watch it, you do you. But I just watched it. And, yeah, it's a little bit more graphic than I was expecting. It was just, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm already hooked, but it's a little inappropriate. Ah, just conflict. You know what I mean? But I watched it. And instead of merely being super uncomfortable from the inappropriateness, it genuinely made me sad watching I don't I'm literally about to like give like a whole psychoanalysis of the show but if you guys have seen the show if you haven't the main character her name's Daphne and essentially the whole show is revolved around like she's coming into like her like womanhood and now she's entered society and she has this entire like um social season to find a husband okay <laughs> feels a little crazy feels like a Christian college second semester you know what I mean and so she's entered in society and she has to go to all these balls. It's like a sorority function. Wow, I'm really just making so many parallels. But she has to go and like literally essentially find a husband and like these guys just show up at her house with flowers and like propose like barely knowing each other. But they're literally not allowed to touch each other. It's so weird. And this is like not necessarily a true story, but it's based off a true story of what life was like back then in like England. I don't know. I think it's like 1700, something like that. I, I promise this is probably not historically accurate my rendition of it, the show I'm sure is. And literally her entire purpose, and they play off of it because like obviously it's 2021 and life looks a lot different, but her entire purpose then as a woman in the 17, 1800s was to find a husband and to have children, which no one come and cancel me. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? If that's your bag, if you're just wanting to get married and have kids, like 
good for you. Like there's honestly, truly, there's not a harder job on this earth than being a mother. And I said it and I said it again. No one can argue with me. I mean, feel free to argue with me on it. I'll stand firm on it. I've watched my mom raise me and my brother. That is the hardest job on this earth. Okay. That's I have to say. Utmost respect for mothers. That's, that's not the point I'm making. But she wrestles with this idea that like her purpose is to be married. And so there's such a huge decision on of like finding her worth in this marriage or a man choosing her and then having kids and another plot on the show is the man she picks can't have kids but then he lies whatever neither here nor there this is the this is what I got from the show women can do everything okay like there is nothing a woman can't do so I guess it just kind of got me hyped up about the idea. Like, I just felt like such an entrepreneur watching the show because I was just like, I have so much more I want to do. And her little sister in the show literally, like, wrestles with this idea. It's like, I know I was put on this earth to do more than just get married and have kids. Like, this can't be it for me. Like, why can't I go to college just because I'm a girl? Or why can't I do these things just because I'm a girl? I want to write. I want to do art. I want to do all these things. Like, I don't want to be limited just by being a woman. I sat there and I was just like, oh my gosh, Eloise, I think that's her name. I resonate with you so much because I just looked at her and I was like, the time, ladies, like the time is now for you to be a boss girl status, put out the entrepreneurial vibes and do the dang thing. Like we are so fortunate and I know it's hard to believe that you're fortunate in a season like this, but we as women are so fortunate to live in like a climate or a culture where women get to do the most that they've ever done in history. Like today on, I don't know, whatever day in January, you are the most like liberated that women have ever been in their entire life. Like every day women are getting more rights and more opportunities and things are becoming more equal. And like the le- the playing field is getting so much more even. And th- don't get me wrong. There's still ways and ways and ways to go. But we as women, wow, I feel like every episode I just get into these super heated, like, these super heated, like, rational craziness. But listen to me. Like, you are literally growing up in a world, I hate myself, growing up in a world where now a woman has is about to be vice president and there's more women represented in Congress than ever before. And, and I know it's just crazy. And then, like, the the pay gap is getting smaller and there's more women getting hired and there's more women that are able to do more things. And like, think about it. Like the world is your oyster and every day, like we're, we're doing the most to open doors for our daughters. So live it up right now. Like, especially if you're a woman, like go open that business, go start the nonprofit, go do your side hustle, go start the passion project because we are so fortunate. Like think about our grandmas who maybe wanted to have her own version of an Etsy shop or wanted to open her own bakery or wanted to do something for herself and she couldn't do it. We get to do it. There's nothing stopping us from starting our own businesses or making a podcast or making a YouTube channel or influencing or literally whatever you want to do. So do it. Like be grateful for the opportunities that you have and run with it. I mean, that's how I feel right now. Like I'm, I'm feel so blessed to be in, to be a woman in 2021 because the doors even for my mom, like coming from my mom to me, I have so many more doors open for me than my mom ever had. So 
don't waste it. Like don't sit around being scared to start your passion project or being timid, being like, I don't know if I'm ready to go to college or freaking out because the Etsy shop seems too intimidating or or starting that Instagram page. Uh, it just, it seems like a lot of work to put in the work, do the thing, make yourself proud, work hard and make a name for yourself, you yourself and just do it. Like I seriously, I don't know. I'm, I just get too heated. I'm really sorry, but I think that's what you guys come here for. I mean, this is essentially my brand now is me getting heated about maybe some polarizing topics, but this is your sign. I've said it over and over. This is your sign to start your passion projects. And I'm so excited to see that what you guys do in 2021. I hope that this lit a fire under your butt to want to get started and to want the grit and to want the like just wanting to grind and wanting to work hard this year to to literally accomplish whatever you want to accomplish this is so much more than a new year's resolution this is like building a life for yourself and building something that you can be look back on and be so proud of I mean like I'm already proud of you for sitting here clicking on this episode and being like no I'm ready to get inspired I'm ready to this thing I'm ready to hustle so yeah I literally love you guys. I'm sorry. I feel like I literally just like blinked and this entire episode was over. But I seriously hope that you guys got something out of this episode and that you feel ready to get started. I hope I hope that even if one passion project is birthed because of this episode, it was worth it to me because I want you guys to succeed and to push yourselves outside of boundaries. Like we cannot be condemned to these like boundaries that like we have put on ourselves, like we need to push the boundaries. So do it. And I'm already so proud of you. And so if you listen to this episode and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to start. I've gotten so many messages of like, hey, I listened to your podcast and because of you, I want to start a podcast. How do I start? Girl, I send them books. (laughs) Like I send voice recordings. I talk to them. They ask me questions. I answer all of them. So do it. Slide into my DMs or slide into whoever's DMs. Like we're all here to help each other and to want each other to do better and so if you need someone to like encourage you to start your honey business girl slide into my dms and I will be your biggest hype woman about your honey like we all just need to come alongside of each other and encourage each other and just to honestly push each other I would love to just watch you guys grow through your passion projects and whatever it may be your passion project could literally be starting a bible study like it doesn't have to be a business I just think business minded but it could be anything Just set your mind to it and you can do it. I believe in you. I love you. I care for you. And I hope that 2021 is your best year yet because your passion project is about to start. Okay, guys, I'll see you next Wednesday. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't had a chance, go down below, hit subscribe, leave a review, five stars, tell me what you thought about the episode. And if you want more of She's Going Places, make sure you head over to our Instagram at She's Going Places Podcast and reach out to us, see all the fun things that we have going on there. Bye.